What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we are going to be digging into something that is so interesting to me. I was so excited to have this guest on. His name is Rick Olderman, and he is a sports and orthopedic physical therapist with more than 25 years experience that specializes in helping people with chronic pain experience a pain-free life. So we're going to be digging into how to eliminate pain naturally. And he has written books and he has so many different resources. And this is just such a powerful conversation that I don't think is talked about nearly enough. And so let's just turn it over because it's going to be good. So grab your notebooks. We're going to turn it over to the conversation with Rick. All right, Rick, welcome to the show. I'm so, so, so pumped to have this conversation with you. First of all, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Before we dig in, um, tell us a little bit more about who you are. How did you get into this work? Just give the audience a really good feel for who Rick is. Sure. Uh, you know, I became a physical therapist a little over 25 years ago. And uh, very quickly in my very first job, I realized I was not prepared to help people with chronic pain. <laughs> so my training was great for acute issues, but any kind of chronic issue, I mean, I was yeah. just kind of flapping in the wind. I didn't know what was going on. It was luck if I got anyone better. Uh, and I just thought I was a terrible physical therapist. And I sunk into a deep depression because I spent oh, all this time and money becoming a physical therapist. And that was in a small rural Colorado town. And then I moved to Denver and uh, got a job at a, an elite health club downtown. And instantly my schedule filled with people with chronic and nagging injuries. Mm. And these people were like, 20s to 60s mostly and had they were well to do they had health care they had everything that they needed to solve but no one could solve their pain and that's when I realized oh my gosh it's not just me it's medicine and fitness in general that doesn't understand chronic pain yeah and so you know of course I'm just like well you know if no one else could figure it out then I certainly can't figure it out but I didn't want to stop being a physical therapist so I thought I've just got to try and figure this out. And that's what I've been doing these past 25 years. I love it. Okay. And you have some books and you have all sorts of stuff. So you, like, you've really taken this like to all different lengths to really do the research and understand and help people with this, which I think is super rad. Um, first of what is the difference between acute and chronic? You mentioned I could deal with this, but I was super like hands up with it when it came to the chronic, what's the difference between the two? Yeah, well, well, someone somewhere at some time said that 
oh, well, anything after three months is chronic and anything before three months oh, is Oh, there acute. you go. Magic spot. All right. So <laughs> whoever that someone is, they must have been some authority. Right. <laughs> nice. So, you know, okay. uh, that's that's the, the real easy. Answer. So anything lingering past three months, then it becomes... Yes. If it's unquote, two and a half months, though, I'm sorry, you're still acute. This, okay. this information does not apply to you. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, I mean, what have you found? Tell us, just tell us a little bit more about, I mean, you've obviously studied this for years. What is something that you're like, okay, this was a missing link that I had no clue about before. And this is something that I get to implement and help my clients with. And when it comes to the chronic pain side, like what causes chronic pain? Sure. So I'll, I'll kind of go quickly through what I discovered along the way and how I put it together. <laughs> so uh, intuitively, I felt that something, how we were moving was causing our pain. Mm. And so I, I found a researcher, Dr. Shirley Saruman. She's an instructor out at Washington University uh, in St. Louis at their physical therapy program. She's PhD, brilliant, wrote textbooks on all of this. And I start, took all of her courses and I'm just like, that's where I learned the biomechanics behind all of this. Yeah. I applied that. People started getting better like crazy. Couldn't believe it. But there was a limit. And so a, another, as it works in medicine, the better you are, the more difficult patient starts knocking on your door. And so I thought, okay, well, these people aren't seem, don't seem to be responding to these biomechanical principles I've just learned. So what's going on? And so that's when I discovered Dr. Thomas Meyer, Thomas Meyer's work on, in anatomy trains in fascia. And he identified uh, super highways of fascia running through the body. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Dr. Shirley Saruman identified three primary biomechanical issues that cause almost all chronic back pain in sciatica. Wow. Thomas Hanna discovered, if, you've, if you're familiar with his fascial highway uh, theories, he, he discovered, I think it was like five or six fascial superhighways that are running from the top of our head to the bottoms of our feet that are behind most pain. I started using his principles because it, it showed me, oh, I can look further away from where this pain is and, and, and that started working. But then again, the next level of patients started showing up. And these people 
were, wouldn't respond to either of these approaches. And it was as if there was a battery inside of them charging up their body in these dis pain dysfunction patterns. Mm -hmm. And that's when I discovered Dr. Thomas Hanna's work in somatics, in Hanna somatics. And so here's where the light bulb went off is when I, I studied Dr. Thomas Hanna's work, he identified the exact same three patterns as Dr. Surly Saruman and Thomas Myers. Fascia, biomechanics, neurology. They were mm. all calling it different stuff, but they were the same three patterns. And that, that's when I realized, oh, this is it. And that's where I learned the, the battery side of these patterns. So my contribution has been though, I, I always ask why, why is this stuff happening? And so how we are moving and using our bodies daily is what's driving these pain patterns to occur in different right. ways in our bodies. Okay. And so I love that you're like, okay, I learned this, this brought it all together. So how then, like when it comes to chronic pain, where does someone even start? Like, uh, unless they go to you specifically or read your book or whatever, like if someone's like, okay, where do I, where do I begin? Where, how do I start to figure out where this might be coming from? Is it daily? Is it mobility? Is it certain like functional movements that we're doing wrong? Like where, where are some of those things that someone could start to kind of figure, like uncover some of this stuff? Yeah. So, so we can drill down into, let's say back pain, which mm -hmm. is most people have some form of back pain yeah, or have had some form of back pain. But before we drill down into that, I want to give you my overriding overall theory of chronic pain. Over the years, I've learned you know, not just, you know, people aren't just experiencing chronic pain from a musculoskeletal issue, which is what I specialize in. So I, I've created this theory that kind of combines everything. And so we all have some threshold above which we have pain, right? You go above that, you have pain. I don't care how high or low the threshold is, it doesn't matter. So uh, what we want is a big buffer between where we are now mm. and that threshold so that we can get away with a lot. Some people are very close to that threshold at all times and the smallest little thing will push them over. Yeah. Well, I found that there are three primary pillars of issues that are causing people to be pushed up towards that threshold. One is musculoskeletal issues, which is what I specialize in. The other is dietary allergens, molds uh, that cause an internal inflammatory state, mm, yeah. which then causes tension to occur in the body in certain patterns that seem to correspond with Thomas Meyer's fascial work Thomas Hanna's neurological and Dr. Shirley Saruman's biomechanical issues. And then the third column is emotional, psychological, or spiritual uh, trauma. Uh, so all three of these things in various combinations can push any one person up to their critical threshold. Sometimes all of the answers are musculoskeletal. Sometimes all of them are dietary or emotional. So this is why you see such a variety of books out there yeah. addressing the whole spectrum of things because they all work. And I think this is why they all work. Okay. So you talk about nutrition and, and diet and how that Im impacts obviously inflammation, like where, mm -hmm. where are you, when you're working with your clients, where do you start? Yeah. So, uh, I've developed a, uh, a screen that, and, and the, the way I approach the body is I, I approach it from a systems standpoint. Mm. So this is different than how we're trained in medicine, which is a component standpoint. So in medicine, we have a ton of tests, 
scans and so forth to identify the specific tissue that's damaged. And then we're trained in medicine to treat that particular tissue. That works great for acute issues. Mm -hmm. It does not work great for chronic issues. Chronic issues respond to systems thinking, which is understanding how everything is fits, fits together and then affects that one, say, back pain issue, how the foot is affecting it, how the knee, how the hip, how the shoulders, how the back, how the head, all that stuff fit, affects the back. But we're not trained in that. And, uh, you know, so anyway, my screen first is go, I go through all of I, I've distilled everything down to a few very specific tests that kind of give me a big overview of what's what the problems are. Mm -hmm. And so we go through that test. And so let's say I've identified three things. I solve those three things. All right. Uh, one of two things is going to is going to happen. A, the person's going to feel better or they're not going to feel better. Right. <laughs> well, I, I have such a, a, a pretty good track record knowing that these biomechanical principles once I correct them, they should solve pain. If they're not solving pain, it means that there's not a biomechanical issue causing their pain. Mm. That's when I start to have the conversation about the emotional psychological trauma or, and or the dietary issues that may be also charging their bodies and causing an, an inflammatory issue. Gotcha. So that's how I introduce those concepts after I fix the biomechanical issues. Right. Right. So you have an entire, like when you're talking about kind of your system and how you approach this, is that your fixing you method or is that something completely it is. different? That is. Yeah, okay. that is. My whole premise is that we should be able to fix ourselves. I love and that. <laughs> so that's what fixing you is all about. And so my, you mentioned my original books. I wrote those like 15 years ago. So I wrote them in response to, I was taking Dr. Suro Sarman's courses and I became friends with a PT who was also taking those courses. And at the end of all of these courses, we happened to graduate at the same time. And I said, hey, how's this information working for you? And he says, eh, you know, maybe I'll use it for some home programs. I'm just like, are you kidding me? This is completely solving chronic pain in most mm. of my patients. He's like, yeah, but I'm a manual therapist. So, you know, I, I'm probably not going to use it that much. And that's when I realized that's when I wrote my books, because I realized that we practitioners in medicine, fitness, what law, you know, it doesn't matter. We filter things through a belief system that we have. Mm. This person's belief system was that he should be able to solve all pain using his hands. Fortunately, I had been a failure as a PT up until that point. I didn't really subscribe to any particular <laughs> belief systems other than I thought something that what we're doing with our bodies is causing our pain. Yeah. And so Anyway, I, when I realized that, you know, a lot of patients aren't receiving this information because their practitioners' belief systems mm -hmm. are filtering out this information, that's when I wrote my books and did an end around the practitioners. Okay, this is cool. So this essentially is eliminating pain naturally. It's understanding absolutely how this all works together. Absolutely, and I can I can give you an example of this yeah, really. For sure. So. Um, so back pain is one of the most common problems out there. Right? So I'll, I'll take you through two simple tests to understand the root causes of most, of most people's back pain. If, if everyone is listening to this, just lies down on the floor or the bed right now with your legs straight, we're gonna lie there for about 30 seconds while we're talking about this. 
And when you're lying there with your legs straight, you can even put your hand underneath your low back if you want to. And you'll feel whatever arch is in your low back, you know, just get a sense of how big or small that is. Okay, you've got a sense for this position now and how it feels on your back. Now what I'd like to do is bend your knees so your feet are flat on the floor. And if that doesn't change how your back feels, then go ahead and hug your knees to your chest if your back feels better like that. And so one of these two positions will feel better for your back than the other. Micah, I bet you can guess which position it is. The one with your legs up? Yeah, the one with your knees bent, yeah. right? Almost everyone. You don't have to be a PT to know this. <laughs> this is the beauty of it because it all just makes sense. So what we've just figured out, what's the difference between the two positions? Well, the simple answer is that one, when your legs are straight, your back is more arched. Mm -hmm. When your knees are bent, your back is flatter. Okay, so let's have everyone stand up now. Here's the second part of this test. Listen to the rest of this podcast, or at least for the last, next three minutes. And if you stand there and listen, you'll notice that your knees start to straighten and lock backwards. Okay, this is an energy conservation move. And so go, if they're not locked backwards already, go ahead and lock them backwards, all right? And feel what is going on with your back in this position, mm. okay? Now just simply unlock your knees uh, just a tiny bit and feel what just happened to your back. If you're not sure, lock the knees one more time and you'll feel that when you lock your knees, your back is arching more and you've created even more tension in your lumbar space, okay? So what have we learned? We've learned that your back feels better, when it's flatter or it feels worse when it's arched. And we've learned that your normal standing uh, habit is to lock your knees if you've been standing any more than a minute or two, all right? And likely if you're locking your knees when you're standing, you're probably locking your knees when you're walking too. So over the next three days, if you have back pain, start unlocking your knees. And I, I can almost guarantee that probably about 50% of your back pain will diminish just with that little tip alone. So what is this telling us? It's telling us that we have these unconscious habits that are driving these biomechanical stressors to our system. And if we can, and that's what I've been figuring out these past 20, 25 years is what are these habits that are driving these patterns? Yeah. I love, so is this what's included in your book? Oh yeah. Like certain things that they can be aware oh, of. Sure. Yeah. I love so, it. So uh, I wrote those books, like I said, 15 years ago and like the, the back pain book, if, if you get that, uh, I'll, I'll apologize in advance. I've got like 80 different things that you can do to solve your back pain, right? Good and so I'm just like, because I was trying to solve every type of back pain anywhere, yeah. anyone, you know, all this kind of stuff. Well, I, I own my own physical therapy clinic for the last 10 years. And I've seen a, a, a huge volume of people at that clinic. And I've hired lots of therapists and trained them in this approach and saw their patients, then solve their patients too. And I learned, oh, wait, I, not everyone has this you know, obscure thing going on with their body. I'm, I realized that all of these things are happening in patterns. Mm -hmm. And the same pattern that may cause back pain in me might cause sciatic pain in you or hip pain in another or SI joint pain in a fourth person. So if we can just solve that pattern, all of those different types of pains will go away. And so that's when I created my downloadable home programs that solve these patterns of dysfunction that are occurring awesome. in people. One of those patterns is like locking your knees, all right? That creates this whole ripple effect throughout your lower body and back. 
taking a quick time out from the show to make sure that you know that right now I am filling my next month's spot in my virtual gym. This is my space where I get to coach my clients, where I get to help you get aligned with simple workouts and solutions to your fitness and your nutrition and your mindset and supplements and everything that I love and have used personally for the past eight and a half years and will literally use for the rest of my life because of how quick and efficient and simple they make healthy living. This is where I help you get aligned with these solutions. And then I support you and coach you and mentor you on your journey. So if you are ready to get on a direct path to reach all of your health goals while fully living your life, yes, you can still continue to have um, your favorite treats and your favorite things. And we'll teach you how to incorporate those. And it's not deprivation or anything like that. Like I want you to enjoy the process. So we'll make sure you figure out how to do that. If you're ready to take out the overwhelm and the complexity when it comes to creating healthy habits for your family, not just for you, but really involving your family as well. And if you want to align yourself with a community of incredible women to lock arms with and journey with alongside throughout every season of life, then the virtual gym is where you want to be. So go to micafolsomfit.com slash get fit to learn all about it, fill out the goal form so that I can learn more about you. And we can make sure that you get aligned with exactly the right game plan to get you started. I can't wait to chat. Awesome. Very cool. So you also talk about how you can heal without having surgery, without needing surgical, like when do you know, okay, I have literally tried all of the natural things. Surgery is all it's going to take. Like, are there, obviously there's a time and a need for that. How does someone know, okay, I need to take it to the next measure, or there's still things holistically that I can do to help eliminate this pain? Well, it's a good question. I'll kind of give you a slippery answer to that. <laughs> so the, the people who, who came to my clinic looking for help had been to a lot of other practitioners. A lot of them were scheduled for surgeries and a lot of them ended up not having to have surgeries. Why were we successful where other practitioners had failed? Because almost all practitioners are looking at things from this component standpoint, all right? They're, uh, they're addressing tissues and specifically treating a tissue or a small range of the back, of the back or whatever that, that needs to be addressed. And it's not fixing the systems that are putting stress to those vulnerable areas. That's why anyone who walked into my clinic, I felt very confident that I was gonna solve their pain, okay? Or my therapists were gonna solve their pain. So the answer to your question is, uh, there's no good answer <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless, you know, looked at from this component standpoint, it's no wonder that you haven't solved your pain. Yeah. In my opinion. And so, the answer would be, I would, I, and if people needed the surgery and they didn't respond to me, then I knew that it was a structural issue that they needed yeah. to have surgically repaired. Yeah. But until you really solve the systems portions of what's stressing that area, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't, I can't, I can't say that you do or don't need surgery until you really solve the systems problems. And I, right. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, a person who is scheduled for hip replacement surgery in both of her hips, completely pain-free after years of pain, just wow. working with my program for two weeks. Wow. So that's, 
and that's what system solutions do. She couldn't believe it. You know, two weeks, I was pretty surprised myself, <laughs> especially since I couldn't, you know, put my hands on her. But, you know, it was just like, this is how powerful a system solution is, is you, you just can't understand how uh, much your body is generating stresses to vulnerable areas in your body. Yeah, that's incredible. Holy moly, two weeks. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you something specific just because yeah. I have you on here. So I have like this nagging shoulder pain and it's been probably longer than three months. So now it's chronic. I can say that. And I'm just like the type, I'm just like, we'll just push through it. Like, it's not bad enough that it stops me from working out. It, it, it obviously is a little bit debilitating and I can't lift as much or whatever. Where would I start when it comes to the systems approach? Where would I start to like help heal that? Yeah, well, I would be curious. Do you have, it's your left shoulder, right? My left and I'm a yes. righty. So. Exactly, right. So you can see, can you see your image in this video right now? Can uh -huh. you see that your left shoulder is sitting lower than your right? Yes. Your right so shoulder. Just like, it's my posture? No, uh, it's, that alone is giving me an indication that you have left shoulder pain. Oh my gosh. So, because it's your dominant shoulder that should be resting lower than your non-dominant okay. shoulder. So. Uh, I saw from the very beginning that you probably had a shoulder issue. I was glad you brought it up. <laughs> so uh, the next question then is, if this is your left shoulder, could this possibly be tied to something in your left leg, hip, or back? So do you have left some older left foot, knee, hip, or back issue? Gosh, I mean, I'm sure over the years I've had knee stuff, but nothing nothing major and nothing okay. recent. Okay. So it doesn't have to be recent. Uh, but the, the reason I ask is that if you have a lower body issue on the same side of your shoulder issue, it's likely you've developed something that I call a side bending problem. Mm. So let's just go into this because this is the cause of most unilateral back and sciatic pain and hip issues too, is that one side of the pelvis is resting higher okay. and the same side of the rib cage is resting lower. And so this is, a, uh, this is a pattern that happens when there's some older problem, usually in the same leg, huh. okay? So why does this matter for the shoulder? Well, if the rib cage is sitting lower, the shoulder rests on the rib cage. So now you've set up the foundation of the shoulder mechanics, which is your shoulder blade, to be off. And therefore it screws up all the rest of the mechanics of the shoulder. So if you don't have any older issues here, I'm going to assume that your pelvis and rib cage are level, all right? So then this, the next problem is, if we look at the body, and, and, and folks, if you have a, you can pull up a skeleton, a, a picture of the skeleton on Google, you'll see that we have all these long, thin bones in the body, right? But there's two areas in the body where we don't have that. One is the pelvis. We all know that the pelvis is the center of function for our lower body and back system. The second is the shoulder blade. The shoulder blade is the center of function for our upper body and neck system, all right? So there are rules about how it should be resting or moving. You're breaking one of them right now because your left shoulder is lower than your right, okay? okay. So uh, it's telling me that you've probably got a chronic issue going on because the shoulder doesn't usually rest lower uh, after an acute issue. It's usually yeah. after a more chronic issue. So um, one of the... Uh, things that I would recommend for you. I have a taping technique in my neck pain and headaches program that lifts up the shoulder blade for you and puts it back where it should be. 
And then if that takes away your pain, you know, it's a scapular, it's a shoulder blade dysfunction issue. All okay. right. It's a really quick and dirty, uh, test and solution for a lot of shoulder neck pain and headaches because there are significant attachments from the shoulder blade into the neck bones and the base of the skull. So if the shoulder blade is dysfunctional, it's gonna cause neck pain and headaches too. And almost anyone who's listening who has chronic neck pain or headaches, I bet you none of their practitioners have solved the shoulder blade as the potential solution to the neck pain and headaches. Everyone's always looking at the neck or the head. Yeah. Well, by the time it gets there, it's too late. So that's what I would do. So a really easy test for you, Micah, would be, uh, I see that the chair that you're sitting in doesn't have arms on it. Right. That's the worst thing that you can do for shoulders. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> because now it <laughs> it's not only sitting uh, lower, now it's unsupported yeah. and it's, it can't possibly sit higher. So you need a chair with arms. And the way that you set up arms on a chair is, uh, I'm going to back up a little bit here. Your arms should be down by the seam of your shirt like this and your chair should hold the arm up about a quarter to a half inch higher than it normally so would supported yeah and then wherever your hand is in this position that's where your keyboard should be mm. so if your keyboard is here you've just lost all that support and now your shoulder and neck muscles are holding up your arm this is especially true for mouse work all right so uh, first of all, I would fix your ergonomics. <laughs> right. So we're just, we're just creating all of our own problems here. That's wonderful. And that's the whole gist of yeah. my approach is I've been teasing out all of these things that people are doing that are causing their chronic issues that no one seems to be aware of. And so solving those Good. issues really solves chronic pain. This chronic is... pain is a teacher. It's trying to tell you that something's oh. wrong. That's all. It's just telling you something's wrong. But then 99% of the time, it's like chronic pain. Let me take meds. Let me take this. Let me get a, and it's like, so you're saying, no, that's not even touching the root issue. So your system is what does that, which is really correct. Cool. And, and really why are those medications prescribed? It's not that the doctors are evil right. or the pharmacology, you know, they're just giving people things because no Relief. one else can solve their pain, yeah. right? No one wants to be in pain but they've all been trained in this component thinking. They don't know how to think in a systems way. Yeah. The golden rule of, of treatment is that everything should be evidence-based, right? Well, in order to generate evidence, you have to isolate things and then test and, and see what the response of that particular thing is. But that's not how our body works. Yeah. It doesn't, you can't tease out one back muscle <laughs> and say, oh, this is the problem and forget about all these other things, right? That's not the way the body works. So it's really difficult to generate research from a system standpoint. Right, which makes And so sense. it doesn't exist. Right. And so doctors don't know it. Or, or okay, PTs. so selfishly, where can I get your book? Where can everybody get your book? Where can we, if we wanted to do, and you have your at-home program, right? So sure. is that your, like if you, are, if you are telling me, okay, Micah, this is what you need to get started on helping your mm -hmm. shoulder, where do I go? Yeah. If you go to rickolderman.com, that's where all of my home programs are. You in particular would want to get the neck pain and headaches one, which solves shoulder issues as they feed neck pain and headaches. So it would take care of that for you. Okay. And if, if you type in fixing you all one word in the coupon code, you'll get 20% off. 
Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's where all my programs are, are. And then my new book that's coming out, it's called Solving the Pain Puzzle, Cases from 25 Years as a Physical Therapist, that describes all of this stuff that you and I haven't had time to touch on, you know, <laughs> about, you know, how I've helped particular cases using this systems approach. I think it's fascinating. And my goal with that book is to give people hope. Like your question was, you know, should people get surgery or not get surgery? How do they know? Well, they'll know better after reading that book yeah. because you'll see everything that you've been missing up until now that solves chronic pain. So, uh, and then my home programs will take you through all the exercises, taping techniques, habit changes, all sorts of things that will solve, usually solve awesome. that pain. Awesome. Yeah. I love, I love hearing that. Like I'm one of the weirdos that is like, I love when I'm the problem. Cause then I'm also the solution and that's empowering to me. So I love that. You're like, I'm teaching the habits that everyone is doing without even knowing it. And then we can tweak them and then we can solve the problem. Yeah. Great. Um, and then I've also created a practitioner's training program, Awesome. not only for PTs, but I believe anyone from a coach to a surgeon needs to know this information. If you're dealing with people with pain and, or movement, this information is critical to your success as a coach through a surgeon to understand these connections. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to mention about your shoulder is, uh, is that a lot of people's posture strategies are, are incorrect. And we can go through that if you want to, or if you want to go on to a different topic, I'd no, be happy to. Let's do it. I want to hear it. Okay. So, um, so I'll, I'll take you through a little test, Micah. Okay. All right. And your listeners put one hand on your chest. And then the other hand on your belly. Inhale deeply. And you'll feel your chest rise. Exhale. And you'll feel it go back down again. Okay, inhale again. This time when you exhale, you can let your chest go down 99% of the way, but not that last 1%. So go ahead and exhale all the way if you want to, but just don't let the chest lower all the way. And what you'll notice is that your stomach muscles have just engaged ever so slightly like maybe 5%, mm. right? So that's your core holding up your rib cage and posture. So if you've seen images of our, of our abdominal muscles, you'll see that they are massive, huge, and many levels. And this is why, because they're designed to hold up this thing called our rib cage, our viscera, our head, all that kind of stuff. So the second part of this equation then is then to bring your arms down by your sides and roll your shoulders around and relax them completely, like two dangling ropes by your sides. And you'll notice that when you relax your shoulders, you've just relaxed your core muscles too. And that's because you've tied posture to squeezing your shoulder blades back rather than using your core muscle. Mm. And this is one of the things that causes scapular dis dysfunction and therefore neck pain and headaches too. Okay. But I'll, I'll bet you, you've probably been to a lot of classes that, that say, bring your shoulder blades down and back into their opposite <laughs> back pockets. And it's the exact opposite of how the shoulder girdle system is designed to be used in our body. It's not designed for posture creation. Okay. Now I just need to be mindful of that all the time. Isn't it more, <laughs> isn't it easier though to think, oh, I just need to lift my rib cage a little bit. Yeah. It and is. keep my arms relaxed. That's all it's you have to think about. It's actually more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And so what that's going to set, it's going to set you up for success with your shoulder girdle system. 
All right. I love it. I love it. And my husband has weird hip pain that he's been experiencing and he's convinced he's a large animal vet and he preg tests. And when he preg tests, he stands a certain way for a long time. And he's like, I'm 99% sure this is why I'm creating this. So okay. I'm, I'm interested in hearing and like seeing what you have that we could. I'll give you something really easy and cool okay. for you to try with him. Okay. okay. So he's got a, a hip pain issue, right? Remember when I talked about that side pinning problem pattern uh -huh. that we get? I bet on the side of his hip pain, his pelvis is higher. His rib cage is lower. So you can tell this if you see a bigger crease on that side. Okay. That means that they've got a side bending problem. Or you can get down on your knees and feel his pelvis to see whether one side is higher. The iliac crest of the pelvis here. Uh -huh. To see if one side. And then you'll just above that is the lowest rib cage, like a quarter of an inch. So I can almost guarantee that. And so this is how these patterns get set up. His hip pain is happening from some other issue. You identified a behavior, mm -hmm. but there could be some other older injury that's causing him not to support weight on his leg well, in addition to the chronic behavior that he's doing at his vet yeah. practice, right? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So anyway, you can measure that and I'll show you how to fix it real quickly. Okay. All right. If he has this, this is really fun. <laughs> so if it's his right hip, let's say you'll okay. have him put his right. Sure which one it is. Yeah. You'll, you'll figure it out. On but the side of it. Okay. On whatever side of the hip pain is, you're going to put that arm up in the air and ask him to take 10 steps around and come back and you measure that pelvis and rib cage and you'll find that they're level. Okay. That proves to you that what are, one of the issues that's causing that, 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 that pattern is how he's walking. Okay. Because it's solved by walking correctly. That makes sense? When it's lifted up. When it's lifted up. And if he just, and if he's, he does that for the next couple of days and learns how to lower his arm while maintaining the correct walking pattern, he no longer will have to lift up his arm again. Oh my heavens. It's that simple, Michael. <laughs> This is cool. I'm excited. Okay. It's a lot of fun. It is. Once you understand these things, 
treating chronic pain becomes fun yeah. because you're just blowing people away all the time. I can't believe it's that simple. Why hasn't anyone ever told me this before? You know, so cool. that kind of stuff. I love it. Okay. Well, do you have where, like, where else, where are you on Instagram, right? Where else can our people find you? Your website, social, if they yeah. want to get connected. Yeah. I, uh, okay. I'm old fashioned. I have someone else <laughs> who handles all of that social media stuff because I, there's at least information and, and I can't handle can it. <laughs> it's all right. But I do have a podcast. So awesome. any way that you want to engage with me, you'll, it's all on my rickolderman.com website. Perfect. Um, and, uh, you know, you can listen to my podcast or I've got, oh, I've got a few chapters from my upcoming book up there too. Awesome. And so you can read those or you can listen to me read them. And there's a pre-order form. If you want to order the book, it's going to come out in spring sometime. Uh, my goal, Micah, is to be the first physical therapist on the New York Times bestsellers list. I love so that. if people can pre-order my book, if they're interested, uh, I think they'll get a lot out of it. And I uh, know they will. This is that, so that would be intriguing. great to get, get on that list. <laughs> Good. We'll help you get there. We'll help you get there. Okay, Everybody cool. go pre-order his book. Thanks, this everyone. Is, this is stuff, though, that is like, no matter if you're experiencing chronic pain right now or not, you will at some point, like you're going to experience something Absolutely. down the road. So just understanding this from a holistic approach, I think is so empowering. Yeah. Yeah. There goes that left shoulder again. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Jeez, Louis, this is good. This is going to take some serious intention. All right. I'm committed though. I'll keep you posted. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on Rick. And if you guys, if you found this helpful and if you have clients or people that you work with that are dealing with chronic pain, make sure that they listen to this and make sure that they get access to all of Rick's resources so that they can feel good again. I'm committed. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to report back when it's gone. Great. And, and I just forgot to mention if you buy, if you end up buying the practitioner's course that I created, if you type in that same code fixing you, you'll get a 20% discount off of that as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rick, for being on, for sharing all your wisdom with us today. I had a lot of fun, Micah. Thank you. <laughs> of course. All right, you guys, we'll see you back here in another week. Until then, bye. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.